Welcome to the Lotus Flower. I'm your host, Anna Butner. So I did an episode in Wolof about Mocha Porch, and I wanted to do a translation um, for my English listeners. So what is Mocha Porch? It's a Senegalese word that basically describes a woman who is a slut, a woman who's a saint, and everything in between. It describes the art of pleasing and winning over a man through your culinary skills, through good manners, through submission, and sexual prowess. So today we're going to focus on foreplay. And we all know that foreplay is very important. Um, It's basically any sexual activity before intercourse. And for those women who are virgins, who are not ready for sex, foreplay is a good way to keep your man interested and to make the relationship fun. What foreplay does is that it triggers psychological and physical responses that make um, sexual activity enjoyable um, and sometimes even possible, right? So when it comes to um, foreplay, you just want to make sure that you're very creative. You want to come up with ideas that keep your man or for the men that keeps your woman engaged, right? So for example, you can leave a note for your boyfriend or for your husband, um, and you can put it under their pillow. You can put it in their gym bag, or you can put it in their work bag. It just a note implies that you can't wait to get down and dirty later or that you have something planned for them. So again, what this does is it it activates their excitement, right? So um, you can also send a text message. I mean, right now, everybody in their mama has a phone. So sending a text message is an easy way that you can send a message to your husband or to your boyfriend to let them know that you're thinking about them and to let them know that you have something planned for them later. Um, Another way to do foreplay is also to meet up for drinks and dinner. See, us Africans especially, let me speak for my people, us Gambians especially, once you get married, you don't take your wives out on date nights. Matter of fact, before you even get married, Gambian men are not really groomed and trained on how to be a gentleman and how to be just a really good partner, spouse, boyfriend. They just really do whatever and hope that it works. And in doing that, they always do the least. They always do the most, the the, the minimum, you know, when it comes to engaging their girlfriends and their wives. I've heard a lot of women complain that their husbands don't take them out to dinners. Their husbands don't take them out to to date night. And I've also heard a lot of young Gambian women complain about how their boyfriends don't really take them out on dates. You you talk to a 21-year-old who'll tell you, I've never been out to dinner with a man and I've had several boyfriends and you're thinking, wait, but that's impossible. So what exactly are you doing with this man? So Gambian men are champions of asking you to go to the beach. Now we all know we have beautiful beaches in Gambia and the beach is free, right? It doesn't cost anything. Sometimes you'll ask the girl to meet you there. If you have a car, you'll drive over, pick her up. You go to the beach, you walk around the the beach. It can be romantic and nice. But at the same time, you have to make an effort to do things outside of taking your girlfriend 
or for a girl suggesting that your boyfriend take you to the beach. Y'all need to go out to dinner. Give your woman the opportunity to get dressed, to get her hair done, to put up some, put on some makeup, to put on some heels, to go find some freakum dress and really fill herself, put on some perfume, smell good and go out and feel like you're treating her so she could feel like you're catering to her. That's very important. So this particularly is for the men. Make sure that you're taking your wives out for dinner and make sure that you're taking your wives out for drinks as well. And while there, you could also do role play, especially for us ladies who are married. Role play is very fun. Um, it's basically an opportunity to live out your wildest fantasies by engaging in some role play. Like you could pretend to be strangers headed for one night stand. I'm talking about the married women and your husbands. Um, when you meet out for dinner or drinks, or how about playing doctor and naughty nurse, you decide whatever you want to be. But the idea is while you're out at dinner, you can take on different personalities and play that out throughout the date night. That's a fun way to spice things up. Also for the women, you can spice it up by visually doing different things, right? So you can decide to put on a blonde wig. You could decide to be a brunette. You could decide to wear red hair. You could decide to wear a short wig. Whatever you want to do, whatever you feel like, and then take on that personality for the night and try not to break out of character. And sometimes when you do break out of character, just laugh about it. It's just a fun way of engaging with your spouse, engaging with your partner, and doing something that's different because when you've been together for a while, whether it's a marriage or it's a relationship, things can become very mundane. You find yourself doing the same thing over and over again. So spicing it up on date nights can be a fun thing to do, but you also have to be open to these ideas. Again, I'm going to come back to my Gambian brothers. I know y'all are going to think I'm being hard on you, but you have to be open-minded. You have to relax and allow your spouse or or your girlfriend to bring up ideas and you just play along just play along sometimes you'll be surprised how much fun you're gonna have I find a lot of Gamian men can be very serious like they take themselves very seriously so it's hard for them to be silly with their women especially once they get married there's this idea of being a kilifa it's like being, you know, the head of the household. So you always want to be seen from the lens of a serious guy. But when you're with your wife, loosen up a little bit. Let her play with you. It's very important because sometimes being super serious all the time, she needs to let loose. That's how they get, you know, interested in other men who bring out that silly out of them and who also show them their silly side and they want to engage in, you know, a little bit of fun. So please, I ask all my Gambian men, play along with your wives because it's also important for men to know how to be fun. Another thing that you could do as far as foreplay is 
of course, engaging in pregame. So now this is for those that drink alcohol. So for those who are holier than thou, this does not apply to you because you don't drink alcohol. But for those who drink alcohol, it's nice to pregame before you go out. That means taking a shot in the house before you head out. Of course, if you're going to drive, you want to make sure that you're not doing too much. Um, if you have a chauffeur or if you have a driver that's going to drive you around for the night, then by all means go for it, you know, but it's fun to engage in some pre-gaming before you leave the house with your wife or with your girlfriend. It gets you all in the mood. You get a little bit tipsy and then it's like, it sets the mood for the rest of the night. Like, yeah, we're about to go out and just have a good old time. And Another uh, foreplay is kissing, but like really engaging in some serious tonguing and having your hands all over each other and, you know, just kind of like wanting to swallow each other up and, and, you know, sucking on each other's tongues and sucking on each other's lips and, you know, groping on each other and moaning while you kiss. You know, when you're kissing and it feels so good that y'all start moaning, that's when you know, oh yeah, it's the kiss is really good. It's good to engage in those kind of kisses with your girlfriend and your and your wife. Again, I go to the married couples who've been married for a while. Sometimes we fall into this, you know, habit of just pecking our husbands and husbands pecking their wives um, to the point where you, you can't even remember. Right now, I'm going to ask all the married couples, when was the last time you actually tongued down your husband? Or for the men, when was the last time you actually tongued down your wife? I'm sure you're thinking like, dang, it's been a while. Yeah, because between work, home, responsibilities, trying to get in a workout, you know, you really find that you don't have the time to do that. Or maybe the only time you get to tongue each other down is when you're all a fucking in the bed or when you're having sex or making love, right? So Try to engage in just some serious kissing situations with your spouses and with your girlfriends um, and for the girls with your boyfriends. It's nice to do that. Um, and when it comes to initiating, it's very important that one spouse doesn't feel like they're the ones that are always initiating. Really, everybody wants to feel desired. Everybody wants to feel like they're wanted. And I'm going to say this for the women, especially us African women, right? A lot of the time, African women are hesitant to initiate, even in their marriages. I know a lot of couples where the husbands complain that their wives never initiate. And I'm telling you, sometimes the reason why the wives don't want to initiate is because they've been brought up with this thought in their mind that that's what sluts do. That good girls don't initiate sex. So even when you're horny, you hold back and you don't want to initiate because you don't want your husband to think you're a slut. Um, news flash. You should be a slut for your husband. Can we just be clear about that? You are now a married woman. Be your husband's slut. Be your husband's hoe. Be your husband's chaga. Okay? There should be no shame about that. And for the men... If you want your wives to feel comfortable taking on that position of initiating, try not to make them feel bad. Like, what are you doing? Uh, duh. She's trying to initiate. So it takes two to make the situation comfortable and to make sure that nobody is feeling insecure and to make sure that everybody has their guards down. So for the woman, 
when you go to initiate for the men, be receptive. Because when you're not receptive, what it does is it's going to make her shy away from trying it again. Nobody likes to be rejected. Let's be honest. Men don't like to be rejected. Women don't like to be rejected. So it's important that when your spouse initiates, you know, just go along with it. You, even if you're not in the mood right away, trust me, you'll get in the mood. When your wife starts kissing on your thighs, heading right for that big dick, oh, honey, you're going to get into the mood. And for the women, when your husband is nibbling on your neck, when your husband is kissing on your ears, when your husband is playing with your nipples and starts licking you down the center of your stomach, heading right down there to your perfect little missy waiting, you know you're getting wet. So allow them the chance to initiate and do what they want to do. Play along because you'll get into the mood the more you open up to it. But let's try not to reject our spouses when they initiate sex because it really does. Number one, it kills the mood. Number two, it triggers insecurities. Number three, it kills their confidence. So the next time they might not even try again because they're like, I've tried once. He wasn't receptive, so I'm not going to do it again. And this is specifically for you African men. And when it comes to setting the mood, it's important to have some candles. In my wall of version, I had shared with my audience that I have a candle line called Saf Sap Candles. And we have a website coming out and you'll be able to order candles from there. This candle line, I started it in 2019 in the Gambia and it was a big hit. And now that I'm back in the U.S., we're going to revive it. And my, my best friend has partnered with me. So we're going to launch the website and we're in the process of just making the candles so that we can have a lot in stock. The candles are incense candles. So basically churai candles and churai is African incense. A lot of Gambian men and Senegalese men and African men in general love incense. But the traditional way that we do incense is we put it in the clay pot. You put coal, hot coal, and then you put the incense on there. And the smoke is very bothersome for a lot of men and women. So what we've decided to do is create candles where you have that traditional incense scent in the candles, but you don't have to deal with the smoke. So boom, there you go. Now, when you set the mood, you want to make sure you have some candles, you know, because it makes things sexy. You can also have, you know, music going in the background, whatever your genre of music is, you play that. And for the ladies, feel free to put on something freaky, something sexy, you know, so you could do a little dance for your man, do a little striptease. And for the men, I need y'all to know that when it comes to foreplay, it goes both ways. Like you, the women really appreciate it when you put on a little show for them, right? So come out here in your wife beater and some boxers, put on some music and take off your clothes and, you know, just have a good time with it. Do a striptease for your wife. We also enjoy seeing our husbands in that light just as much as you enjoy seeing women in that light. And for my Senegambian women, I know you love to wear the beads around your waist, especially the glow in the dark beads. And then we have a special lingerie in Senegambia that we call Becho. 
Um, so bechos are basically lingerie, but most of them are made with beads and some silk material. And it exposes the important parts of your body. It highlights the sexiness of your waist. It highlights the sexiness of your round, supple breast. It also highlights the sexiness of your plump booty. So while you have your music going, you're walking towards your man, you've got your beads around your waist, whether you've got your becho on, or you're just wearing a nice sexy teddy or some Victoria's Secret lingerie, you do you. The point is make sure that you're confident while you're doing that because confidence sells everything. Don't worry about your insecurities. Don't worry about what doesn't sit right. Let me tell you something. These men aren't even worried about that. They're just happy that they're about to get some pussy. Okay. So ladies, Rock that confidence, shake your butt, make sure it's music that you like and feel free to laugh at yourself and let him laugh along with you. What's important is that you're both having fun. Now, another thing you can do for foreplay is massage. Now, there was this massage video going around and it was basically um, an African-American man that's giving very sensual massages to women. Now, women can give massages to their men and men can also give massages to their wives or to their girlfriends. See, the power of touch is real and a sensual massage really works wonders on the body and the mind. So when you light some candles and you get out the oil and use a massage candle that does double duty and can be very like 50 shades of gray, listen, go with it. And you also want to make sure that you start at their feet and work your way up. You want to be sure that you hit all the sensual pleasure points, right? And also the pressure points. So you could also do a little bit of teasing, like when you get around the inner thighs, don't go ahead and touch the privates right away. Just work around it, you know, but it you know what it does. It stimulates your partner because you're so close to it, yet you're not touching it. And it's also good to know your partner's uh, body. And you also want to make sure that you're kissing and you're licking and you're nibbling your way through all the erogenous zones. And you should definitely make sure that you know your partner's body. And the only way you could get to know your partner's body is by taking the time to do things like massaging each other, kissing each other, licking, nibbling, and you're going to see how your partner's going to squirm in the bed. And that gives you a hint of, Oh, that's a spot for him. Oh, that's a spot for her. And when it comes to verbalizing, you also want to make sure you talk about what you want while you're engaging in foreplay. It also ensures that you get each other and you also give each other what each other need. So tell them what turns you on. And what you want for them to do. So while they're giving you the massage and they're kissing on you and they're licking on you, you can tell them, baby, blow on it. I like it when you blow on it, for example. Or you can say, baby, kiss me here. Or baby, bite a little bit. I want you, I want to feel a little bit of teeth. 
Of course, I'm not talking about the private parts, but for the rest of the body. But it's important that you talk because when you talk and you communicate, your partner knows what to do. So you're guiding them and helping them. And it's important. Don't just sit there or lay there and let your partner try to figure it out all on their own. That's not fun. And lastly, I wanted to bring up is taking a shower. Like it's very nice and sexy to take a shower with your boyfriend or with your spouse. You know, hot, wet skin and hands sliding across each other's body as you lather each other up with soap. Yes, please. A hot bath also works. You could draw up a nice hot bath with some bubbles and put some rose petals on it and invite your spouse. That's also a nice way of being intimate. It's a nice way of foreplay before you lead into sex, right? So it's important to find very creative ways that you can engage in foreplay before you even get to any kind of oral sex or vaginal penetration. Um, so today that was our episode. It was just about reminding couples and reminding uh, both married couples and those that are in relationships to make sure that you engage in some foreplay with your partner because it keeps things interesting. Next episode, we're going to talk about the different sexual positions, what men like most and what women like most. So thank you for listening. Till next time, I'm your host, Anna Butner.